lights start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. You fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, justice for all. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. This one covering season five, episode eight, titled Bagman or Bagman. Bagman, uh, Saul Bagman. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bagman. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, uh, and just uh, uh This is uh, Michael Henley, but you could call me unprepared because we haven't done the uh, the, the round thing in a couple of weeks, basically. So um, that's what you can call me. Yeah, there's no uh, starting to my right anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, this is Samantha Russell. Uh, I'm here. Hello, baby. <laughs> Bring back a classic. Yeah, uh, we can't do the going around to the right because we are live via Zoom recording these. Uh, and I think everybody's right is different depending on your uh, configuration of uh, screens at the moment. Uh, so, you know what I can't wait for? I can't wait for when people in the future are listening to these episodes and like they come to this patch and they're like, oh, that's right. These were the quarantine episodes. <laughs> yeah. There was some really good stuff in there. I heard yeah. about Quarantine. <laughs> a couple quick bits of news, bits of business, if you will. Go to iTunes, rate and review the podcast, rate and review, because we are going to give away on the season finale a shirt or hat. Uh, or if toilet paper is still in short supply, maybe you'll get a roll. Uh, we will mail it to you. And we are going to pick those, pick the winner from the recent reviews that we've gotten. So if you enjoy the podcast, please go to iTunes and rate and review it. Also, for the season finale, uh, we're going to do a live episode, live on Zoom, where you will be able to attend, uh, ask questions, uh, make comments, uh, all of the, uh, the fun stuff via chat, of course. That is on April 21st at 7 p.m., and you can get more info about that at watercooler.com. All right. Uh, what an episode. What an episode we uh, were about to discuss. Uh, I want to hear some first impressions. Sam, what do you got? I actually, uh, I, it wasn't my favorite episode. I thought it was too long. I, I, it was an hour and 15 minutes in the, with the commercials, and yeah. I thought it could have easily been down to an hour. I think every single scene overstayed its welcome. Yep. I mean, it was, it was fun. There was fun parts, and I feel like we, we moved into some interesting revelations and territory, but I just thought it was too long. Yeah. Hot take. Sure. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But we don't know how hot it is just yet. You're the oh, first. Sorry. Yeah, you're setting the temperature. I'm speculating. I'm speculating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brian. So uh, this this episode uh, was an hour and fifteen minutes, uh, <laughs> and uh, no, it had good. It had parts that I really loved, and it had some parts that uh, rubbed me a little bit of the wrong way. Um, but overall, I was uh, excited to be in the desert. Uh, it reminded me of that one time when we were in uh, New Mexico. Uh, it really uh, took me back to that time uh, where we were like out in the desert. <laughs> Who's the, who we? It was, we went, we went to New Mexico. Oh, okay. And we drove out into the desert to take Breaking Bad photos of Brian and his underpants. And it reminded me of right. this. <laughs> it reminded me of that. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, we took the rental car to get it washed at the car wash. <laughs> uh, was it Bog- Bogdan's car yeah, wash? Bogdan, uh, <laughs> yes. Wonderful. Uh, Michael. 
Well, I'm going to be the person who loved it. Um, uh, I had a whole, the temperature all, is yeah, evening out. Temperature now. is evening out. Um, no, I I really enjoyed it. It's it's a very different episode. It's a very uh, reminiscent of the old Breaking Bad kind of episode. Um, in fact, it's very it's very much. I saw people online comparing it very directly to it's very much this show's four days out which was the episode where they're uh, where uh, walt and jesse are you know in the rv and the battery dies and and all that stuff and it's very much like that kind of and i really enjoy like survival stories that are kind of like these crucible for how these characters are feeling stories um it's brilliantly directed uh Vince Gilligan directs the shit out of this episode. Um, I just thought it was really, it did feel long to me, but long in a way that kind of felt, dare I say, slightly epic to me, basically. This is, for a show that is consistently one of the best looking shows on TV, this is, a, this is an episode where I felt like they upped their game even more, basically. There was some, there, every single frame of this episode I thought was very, very cinematic. And the performances are great. Um, and I, 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 I just, I had so much fun with this episode. Everything about it just clicked for me perfectly. Uh, the listeners, of course, can't see this, but you have hearts in your eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoon yeah. hearts with birds mm-hmm. chirping mm-hmm. around your head. And uh, Zoom has all the features. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm already writing in my notebook, Mr. and Mrs. Bagman. <laughs> Bagman. Bagman. All right. Uh, for me? I really liked the episode. I, yeah, it definitely felt very breaking badish. Uh, not just being in the desert and all that, but just the, the pacing. Uh, although I would agree, Sam, that it was, that it did feel like it was a bit too long. It did not need to be an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. Just cut it, get us out on time. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what was following this on AMC. Was, uh, dispatches, from, dispatches from elsewhere. We were, we were watching that for John McKeever. John McKeever made a, an appearance on it. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah. Uh, so does that show start at 10.15? Sure does. Whenever they're told to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's dumb. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, that's why, also why. Like, you know, like, hey, there's yeah. another show on. Uh, but as far as the episode goes, I thought the filming of it was was beautiful. There are so many... Uh, Michael had mentioned epic. Uh, there were so many epic shots, just single shots within within the episode. Uh, I thought the acting was fantastic, and I thought that it it moved it moved things forward in a way um, that I've been waiting for, uh, it, both character wise, not necessarily plot wise, but character wise. Mm-hmm. Things, things re- people really grew within this episode, made some moves, some very bad, some very bad moves. We'll talk about them. Uh, but yeah, I, I did enjoy it. I would say that my temperature is, uh, uh, closer to the very cool side than a hot take, I hot guess. T- hot <laughs> take. Um, I guess, though I, I will say it was, yeah, it was shot beautifully and it had a lot of very good, like, I, I always appreciate it when they're in the desert and there's like far away stuff and like the audio is edited properly to what would happen in there. And that happens in this where like, like all these little things are great, but it, it mm-hmm. just, it, it, I was bored towards the end where I'm like, we could have gotten out of this a while ago. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the, we got a cold open. The cold open is the car cleaning slash the stripping of the car montage. Uh, yeah. blood all over those all over those seats and these two uh workers are 
trying to get out, get the stains out. Mm-hmm. And throwing blood at each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which seems counterproductive, I, would, yeah. I must say. Yeah, I mean, we're in the middle but of- But also how frivolous with life to yeah. do that. Yeah, seriously. Uh, the scene really felt like a bit of a cheat to me. Uh, I don't know if you guys, you guys don't watch it live. Um, so the end of the episode last week, it went next week on Breaking Bad, or next week next week on Better Call Saul, and it was largely just scenes of them breaking the car down and like the bloody seats. And, and so for a week, we're like, oh my God, whose car is that going to be? Who's dead? And then immediately within like the first uh, 90 seconds, it's given to us and then taken right <laughs> back. Oh, this is... <laughs> This has no bearing on the story. This is just a scene-setting thing. Uh, so it felt a little cheap uh, to me that that they gave us this bloody, this MacGuffin of a of a yeah cold open. Mm. Yeah, they're like this. This will work great in the ads. Um, <laughs> they've been really editing their like next week on the way Mad Men used. Yep. It was just like there's nothing there. I don't know what's gonna happen. Somebody hung up yep. a phone. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Men was it exactly? It's just, people walked down a hall and saying, "Hey," and you were, were yeah. supposed to be like, I, I, "I don't know what that scene is about at all." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're cleaning out this car, trying to, and and they're using. I didn't really see any very good cleaning supplies. Oh, no. I think it was just now, water in a bucket. Yeah, yeah, just water in a bucket. Come on, give these people some like OxyClean. But this uh, is their job. I feel like they they've got it. They got they. They know how to clean they blood should. off of seats. They should. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be easier if you have the proper tools. Yeah, you would think that they'd have those tools. Mm. Like, they've done this before. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. That's also, great. maybe they're newer. I don't know. I don't know how long they've been there. They're, they're the low guys in the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to work your way up, and then you can start removing parts rather than just scrubbing blood. Yeah. The blood uh, bucket guys. Yeah. <laughs> The, the people with ex, ex, <laughs> the people with experience are just kind of watching them and just going like, no, that's not how you do it. No, that's not. No, wait for them to figure it out. They'll figure it out. You got to go with the grain. With yeah. the grain. <laughs> Is that a deadwood? No, it's just uh, it's a grain. <laughs> oh, there's good. I remember uh, in Deadwood, uh, and we'll probably oh. talk about this on Can Peaches, a Deadwood podcast, uh, where Jewel. Uh, is scrubbing the blood, uh, and and yeah. Al gets on her and starts scrubbing and really hard and kind of starts getting that blood, and, and he's just like, yeah, now that's how you scrub a fucking blood stain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And peaches only at watercooler.com. <laughs> Hello, watercooler. <laughs> All right, let's get the hell out of here. Uh, so... <laughs> Yeah, they're flipping each other. We're trying to overstay our welcome, too. Uh, all right, real quick. So we got Kim. We got a naked butt very briefly. We got... Uh, yeah, yeah. We got what? Okay, so you guys, you're not watching it live. You're watching it... Are you on, like, a like a DVR recording? Just to get the... Okay, so are you getting, like, the thing at the beginning, like, brief nudity of this episode? Yeah. Uh, strong language. Do you see that stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the brief nudity... <laughs> Happened so quickly, and it was some, from such a far angle. They and said it it'd be brief. Half, it was half Bob of Bob Odenkirk's, Odenkirk's butt. Uh, what yeah. was the point of mm, half Odenkirk? Yeah. It was okay. both brief in time and in uh, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
And then we get, car pulls up, and it's the cousins. Are they twins? I'm not or are they just the cousins? They're the cousins. In real life, they're brothers. But no, not I think twins. they're cousins, actually. In, no, no, in real life, they're brothers that are not twins. <laughs> I thought it was his cousin that looked exactly. I thought, never mind. <laughs> they're, cousin, they're cousins in the they show. They are cousins in the show, but I think that's his cousin who looks just like him. To the actor. To the actor. Okay. All actors are cousins. Got it. All right. So the cousins have returned and uh, the music cuts. It's like record scratching. Like They're here. Uh, we They walk through the... Yeah. Uh, through the money counting into what is essentially a bank with, uh, they got to get them some like Tupperware, not Tupperware, but like Rubbermaid things that hold that money. I don't know. I like the shelving. I thought the shelving was a nice way to organize it. Yeah. Practical. Yeah. It's fun to look at. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. if it's in the totes, it's just going to look like a basement. And now you walk in there and you're like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nice way to display it. If that was, if I was in charge of that space and it's not climate controlled from what I can tell, um, <laughs> I would have that stuff. Like what if a fire breaks out? I know that they have that big door. The tote's going to help? Yeah. You would need then a fireproof like vault. Type totes, totes was before I thought of the whole fire thing. Yeah. Uh, I, would put- <laughs> I mean, it is definitely like a very, and I'm using air quotes here, very heavy door. Oh yeah. The actor was like. And then the door's yeah. like... And they put the sound effect of a, of a heavy door in. <laughs> the door just kind of like pushed right back. Like, yeah. Oh, that's just the door. Yeah. So, oh so, man, we're still in the cold open. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I, I just have a quick question about the cousins. Because uh, when we see them again a little bit later in the episode, do the cousins ever... And this should not be negated by the fact that I forgot they appeared before on this very show. Do the cousins ever arrive at a place normally and just walk up normally? Because I feel oh, like in every... It's always dramatic. <laughs> it's always so dramatic. Yes. And in sync, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just get up. Let somebody get out first. Yeah. Get out of the car, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then I'll get out of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think they talk about it beforehand, or it's just they've been doing it for so oh, they long? They definitely They're like. All right, make sure you have your phone in your pocket because I don't want you climbing back in the car to get your phone. <laughs> because then I got to climb back in, in the car to make it look gotta, like I forgot my phone. <laughs> I think I think they're very synchronized, but there's probably been like one or two instances in the past where like they haven't been, and the minute they get back in the car, it's like, what the hell was that? Yeah, they've worked out all the kinks. Yeah. All right, so they go back to that uh, the bank room and start unloading a bunch of money, the presumably seven million dollars that's needed into two uh, very stylish duffel bags, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Zip out duffel bags. Right? Yeah, it was very very cool, and. Uh, there's a phone call that goes out once they drive away from somebody that's in that shop that says, I got something for him. If he's still interested. It's me, your cousin, Marvin. Marvin, bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Marvin Bagman. You know that new money organization system you've been looking for? <laughs> well, take a look at this. And he just puts on zoom. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's, that's cold open. Yeah. Yep. Pretty dramatic. Uh, I didn't see the coming, uh, the trailer for it, so I didn't know that they were they were coming up. So that's that's cool. Yeah. And 
when you were watching this, did you have any thought about who he was, the he they're talking, if he's still interested? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was going to be a Gus situation or what, but it, it seems like it it was just unrelated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, I feel like we've, they've established that like the Salamancas are at war with another family in Mexico. Mm-hmm. So it's not all just Gus, Gus Salamanca, no. Gus Salamanca. Yeah. The whole organization is at war all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, guess, I, I assumed it was Gus. Gotcha. All right. Uh, so Jimmy and Lalo are at the, at the prison <laughs> because you can't go anywhere. Uh, and <laughs> he's reading... He's quarantined at a prison. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's quarantined at a prison. <laughs> and he's reading the funnies or yeah. something strikes him funny. Something certainly strikes him funny. Yeah. The burning of a Puyos Hermanos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Could be. Uh, where's reading the obits? You don't know. No, no. He was definitely reading no, the... Uh, you know. Yeah. Do the camera shot. You saw the episode, right, Mike? No. No. <laughs> what is the... Uh, what are we? Uh, what, what it was, it was an article about the Poyos Hermanos burning down. Mm-hmm. I didn't the previous episode. Yeah, see, I'm in a, a disadvantage, and I did watch it twice too. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going through notes, so there are definitely things that I that I miss as we mm-hmm. as we go. Uh, so he is most definitely reading about the fire. Yes, that they set. <laughs> but a question or a statement. I'm just putting it out there because uh, there seems to be some disagreement with you, with all of you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he's tickled pink by by this news. He is he yeah. is delighted. And he's like, what, "What's so funny? You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it." Uh, so he's giving them directions to make giving Jimmy directions to make this put this pickup. Uh, there's going you're gonna go to mile marker this or that. Uh, there's gonna be a well. What does it look like? It looks like a well. Looks like a well. You'll know when you see it. It's the only one out there. You're about 30 miles down this road. Actually, it's 31.6. You're going to want to make sure you use the little trip. A little trip. Yeah. My cousins are, are going to meet you there. You'll like them. Sure you will. Uh, and then Jimmy starts trying to get out of it. Uh, kind of just saying, oh, uh, what about them coming here? They can just bring it up here, right? No. Because there's issues there, I have a rival uh, cartel that is. If they get get wind of them coming up here, then other things can happen. Okay, what about Nacho? Nacho Nacho Garza. Uh, he can. I think he has a good head head and shoulders. Yeah, seven million dollars. Yeah, he can get real dumb real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a good line. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and and Lalo is okay. Maybe this maybe this just isn't for you. Maybe I, I'll just get somebody else. Yeah, you know what? I will. I'll just get somebody else. That's fine. And then Jimmy's just like, oh, okay. So we're we're cool then? We're done? We're done here? That's it? <laughs> I can just uh, go back to doing anything? All right, fine. If you need anything, anything not picking up drug money, uh, <laughs> anything legal, let me know. Uh, so he gets to, he starts walking toward the door and I guess his inner monologue is uh, is nagging him? How much would he actually do this for? And he just kind of asks, hundred thousand dollars, hundred. What is it? Hundred grand? Yeah. Uh, and Lalo is 
I don't, I don't know if that's, that's a lot of money, $100,000. It's actually less than 2% commission. So I think that's pretty good. I think that's just right. All right, done. $100,000. Cool. Bada bing, bada boom. You got yourself, you got yourself a deal. What's got to do? Drive down to the border. Yeah. So then we go to uh, Jimmy and Kim. Mm-hmm. And talking about, talking about some cooking. Kimmy's out of the shower. Mm-hmm. She got that brief nudity. In this, she's been very, she's been wearing a lot of black and she had a bluish shirt on, but it had little red stripes. Mm. Yeah, like it's creeping in. Mm. Mm. In the game now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, she's not in the game. She's not even game adjacent. <laughs> she also opened something in the mail that also seems like it yeah. kind of upset her before she even realized what, like when Jimmy's saying, oh yeah, I'm gonna go do something for uh, Salamanca. Like, she seemed a little shook about that, and I don't, I couldn't see what it was. We paused it, it's all out of focus, but. Mm. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't see it. statement or maybe a bank statement? I'm not sure. Could be. Yeah, I know when I check my balance, it upsets me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so he is talking about some some business news that he has. Uh, and what's the, she says, something along the lines of like, is the news that you're a friend of the cartel, right? Uh, and he explains to her, because they have that pact, he's mm-hmm. got to tell her things that it may upset her. He has to go get the money. And she's like, no, that's not you. You're not a, you're not a, ba-. I think she even says like, you're not a bag man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like, and she even says very robotically too, I don't like this and I don't want you to do it. Like everything is so. I, I feel like it was her yeah. choking I, back crying. She didn't, yes. want, she didn't want to look uh-huh. weak. Like I, yeah. I, yeah. the voice was like, I, yeah. I, don't, I like yeah. she was lost for words and yeah. just, it was, that's how it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's very like, chop, 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 chop. I, 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 I read it more clear. I mm. do not like this, and I do not want you to do it. Exactly. These are the words that are coming out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. You hear me. Mm-hmm. That's how I heard it. I am going to treat you like you're 12 because you clearly are not listening to me. You know, very emphatic like that. Yeah. yeah. There's no gray area from what I'm saying. I do not like this. I do not want you to do it. Yeah. Very bad idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to which Jimmy replies, oh, you know what? It's going to be yeah, fine. It's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, it's fine. a piece of cake. And that really is like his attitude uh, through right up until gunshots. Right up yeah. until gunshots. This is basically a vacation for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just kind of listening to the music when he's driving around. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. Where did they say this was? This was somewhere somewhere south, somewhere like Las Cruces or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, past Las Cruces. Past Las Cruces. Okay. All right. So that's south, south New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So we go right to the well. Another, a lot of those shots kind of under the undershot. I don't know what, looking up shot. What do they call it? Well point of view shot. (laughs) The well well POV. It's like a a well drink shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he's practicing what he's going to say to the cousins when he sees them. Yo soy abogado. Yo soy abogado. Yo soy abogado. Uh, I'm aware. And then him like fucking it up right when they get there. (laughs) What I do in my head when I'm trying to do an accent and then I'm like, oh, it's working, it's working, it's working. And I get on stage and (laughs) and it's immediately off. And I'm like, God fucking damn it. Yeah. Uh, Yo soy abogado. 
I am a lawyer. Uh, and he is using his water to get a little bit of dirt off his shoe. Yeah, which <laughs> really, mm. I so, feel like that was the one, one of the things in this episode. I'm like, all right, that's a bit much. Yeah. Now I know how the rest of this episode is going to progress. Gonna need, uh, all right. Oh, how? Also, it just bothered me where I was like, why would you do that? Why would you wet your shoe for a little bit of dirt? Because now it's going to get even more dirt on it. Like, what was the point of that? <laughs> that's not how mm. dirt works in the desert. Mm. Uh, I think maybe a little bit of it might be he's meeting these cousins. Uh, and maybe he's trying to impress. Yeah, he doesn't know. He doesn't know them. Uh, he doesn't. They got know. really great shoes, and he's got okay yeah. shoes. Well, he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's just maybe trying to impress them a little bit. Doesn't want to appear uh, dirty at all. Uh, so they arrive. It definitely and... felt like foreshadowing to me that yes. he's going to run out of water. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, Dave, a Davison Maine uh, water bottle. Yeah, Davison Maine. Yeah. Uh, twins arrive, they get out the money, they hand it to him, they turn around, everything's in sync, they get in the car, they drive away. Uh, while they're standing there, Jimmy is trying to talk. He, he doesn't seem to understand how easy this was, but mm-hmm. he, I think he expected mm-hmm. so much more. Mm-hmm. He expected to have to do things or maybe expected a little trouble. I'm not really sure, but the fact that it was just all so smooth, he was just a little thrown off. No words were exchanged. Yeah, he also mm-hmm. is a talker, and they are not talkers. No. So I think that was also what threw him off. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian, no words were exchanged. And I would say that this episode probably has the least amount of dialogue, at least this season. I would agree. And since Jimmy is such a talker, it's kind of refreshing to see him so out of his element like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the desert took his voice away, not just the isolation uh, and being around Mike, but just he he, he didn't have the uh, yeah it was just so dry yeah <laughs> yeah more no no <laughs> you want more drink your piss <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mike spoiler alert yeah so they're driving uh, oh he he puts the money in the in the, the back of the car opens it up looks around it a little bit and then. Uh, Woofs it. Woof. <laughs> woof. I don't know that I would ever woof something. Yeah, I don't think I'd woof I mean, money. I don't I would think. certainly woof Buzz's girlfriend. Um, <laughs> Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> hey Buzz, I'm going through all your personal stuff. You better come out and pound me. <laughs> made my family disappear. All right. <laughs> so they're driving, driving back. Uh, well, he's driving. He's driving back, and he's singing, uh, and he's not really paying attention. And here, I thought he's he's looking at his phone. He is going to get into a car accident. Yes, mm-hmm. I kept doing yes. that too. Like, yeah, oh, eyes on the road, eyes on the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, we, we talked to, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. I kept expecting like that T bone shot, you know, like that. Um, yeah, T-bone? that shot you see. Yeah, shot you see so often of just the uh, person, you know, the camera from the passenger side looking at the driver's side, and all of a sudden, the, which was really off putting to me because of the fact that there's just one road out there. So I'm just like, where, Wait. where's the truck? It's it, it can't be coming from the side, or maybe I thought he was going to like hit an armadillo or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then he's just stuck there with seven seven million dollars. That's exactly what I how I thought mm-hmm. this was going to go. Didn't mm. didn't go that way, which is fine. No, no, yeah. do not. 
Uh, so he, he's got no service on his phone. And then this Jeep yeah. comes out of nowhere. This black Jeep, as if they know they're bad guys. And they're just like, we should get a black Jeep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm feeling yellow. I'm feeling <laughs> yellow. You can't get a yellow Jeep. We're the bad guys. (laughs) Show up in this. They're going to laugh at us. (laughs) Black absorbs the light, okay? You get yellow, there's a lot of reflections. He's going to be driving around. He's going to see all the the glints of the sunlight, and we're done. That's a whole afternoon wasted. Wait a minute. Are we the baddies of black? <laughs> it's like, but don't we want to strike fear into him? It's like, no, no, no. We we would not. No, we want to sneak up on him. I, I understand where your head's at, but no. <laughs> so this uh, this jeep comes out of nowhere. Starts following him. He looks around. Oh, he waves him to go around. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which may have been when the funniest le- part of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you suddenly find yourself pursued on a, like a barren, desolate desert road with seven million dollars in your trunk, basically the car that is from the main road. Yeah. yeah, the car that all of a sudden decides to start following you—it's not going to pull around in front of you. It's not going to do that. No, that was beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and he turns, makes a turn, and then there are three or four more. Of these, yeah. of these cars. Yeah, or I think it was two more cars, something like yeah. that. The uh, red yeah. one, and then another. Yeah, they literally say, as you said, cut them off at the pass. It was wonderful, and uh, so reality is starting to set in a little bit for for Jimmy here. The vacation is over, uh, and they check the bags. Well, he he holds like the keys up. Oh, I think I have a, an idea of what you what it is you might be um, looking for. Uh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Grabs the keys, looks that through the, the uh, money, goes yeah. woof. <laughs> yeah, 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 but in Spanish, uh, <laughs> no woof. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and then they give him the uh, the old kill sign, the little. Yeah, was I? I I'm I'm a dumb person, so let that be clear. Oh, was I the only no. one? <laughs> no. I noticed that only Mike objected. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Um, no, was I the only one who was like inappropriately surprised by the kill order? If only because like the entire time when they're going through the entire time, just going like, well, he's going to be fine. So like, okay, they're just going to let him go. And they're just going to steal the money. And immediately when they're just like, when he gives the kill order, I'm like, what? (laughs) I don't know. Just because of the fact that we're, you know, in a prequel show and all, if if, if only I was not thinking of it at all, even though in retrospect, oh yeah, that's exactly what they would do. They would kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely you feared them before they even check for the money. At that point, who gives a shit? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yes. Uh, I had a shitty car in the middle of the desert. Just kill him, like right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, Jimmy. Spoiler alert: lives through this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what? And not just that. Spoiler alert: there's a full season of Better Call Saul coming up, and he's not gonna die in that season. So, oh, spoiler, spoiler mm. alert there too. Um, or at least in anything that happens before the Breaking Bad timeline. They should totally do a Jon Snow in the finale, and you're just like, well, I know he comes back to life, but how? Yeah, so (laughs) (laughs) he... I I still felt a little bit of anxiety watching this and fearing for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Even though I knew, still still felt weird. Um, So I thought they liked the direction of it. They did a pretty good job. Or yeah. he 
Vince Gilligan did a pretty, pretty good job of this, this scene in particular, this is where I was talking about the audio where you see him holding the gun and you just see the blood spurt out of him. And then you hear like the gunshot because it was coming yeah. from so far away and the sound yeah. moved slower. Mm -hmm. And I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And that happened in the entire shootout scene where something would happen and then you'd hear the gunshot. And I, I thought that was nicely yeah. done. Yeah. That may have been my favorite tiny detail of the entire episode. Like, yeah. Like it reminded me of being at a baseball game, like being in right field and then like seeing the, the batter swing and then a split second later hearing the crack. Hear the crack. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's yeah, wonderful. Right. Yeah. That detail. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say this because I am a stupid person. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true now. Uh, half, <laughs> half and half. Oh, Mike, no. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. All right. Uh, I will say this because I watched it the first time I watched it was last night uh, fairly late although I feel like 9 p.m. in quarantine is like midnight oh no that's very <laughs> I don't 100% I was in bed at 9 p.m. <laughs> yeah we were in bed at like 9 9 30 last night yeah guys so, I, I don't even know what time is anymore actually no it's yeah. awful I can't exactly be sure the of the exact time but it was it was what felt like 1 a.m. Okay. Um, it might have been 10. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I was watching it, and I was, I was, I always smoked um, before bed. And the my first thought was when he was holding the gun to him, uh, to Jimmy, and the blood, <clears throat> excuse me, splattered on him. My first thought that it was like a joke gun. I thought oh. that too. I, I thought this too. I thought this too. Yes. <laughs> all right. And all right. I was, oh, what a fun gag they pulled on him. Yeah. Left him in the desert to be embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like just some, I thought it was some test, some Lalo, Lalo testing uh -huh. kind of thing. Yeah. Like where some kind of like fear, intimidation, like weird things. Just like, we're not the gang that kills people. I just wanted to see if he would soil himself, you know, like that kind of like. <laughs> and he did. You know, yeah. He did. And he, he did. Oh, works every time. <laughs> It's like, oh, they put a water, they put like blood in a water pistol. That's kind of weird, but like they're weird guys. I don't know. What can you do? Yeah. Yeah. So before he gets to shoot him, there's that blood spurt. Uh, and then it's just a big shootout. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. a it's a big old shootout, which I thought was pretty damn well done. Oh, if yeah. I if I do say so. Uh mm -hmm. even by breaking bad standards. I thought that this was a, a very well because uh, they're, you know, you have your several shootouts throughout that series. I mm -hmm. thought this was this was up there. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed the uh, shootout scene, mm -hmm. and because you had no idea where it was coming from, and if it mm -hmm. was just, uh, enemies mm -hmm. of these guys or how what many, yeah, happening. how many people were involved, yeah. And Jimmy is just Jimmy hits the ground, and he's in the middle of all of this. Mm -hmm. uh, he at one point he starts to make a move to go over to I think to the money. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other guy, one of the other baddies picks up the money, gets two feet and then gets shot. Oh yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he it was like, poop, uh, one step, one step, bang. Mm -hmm. Poor guy. Um, poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> he was stealing money. Poor cartel guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So other than before we get to the, the big reveal, did you have any idea who this Somebody was? Else, uh, also, one of the guys was able to get into the red vehicle and drive away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not know who this was, nor was I convinced it was going to matter. I thought this was more of a 
this is Lalo's uh, safety, you know, where like he arranged this, you know, he expected this might happen. Um, Yeah, I I was not expecting them to get stranded, um, probably because the previews lied to us. Um, So I had no idea what to expect from this episode. So, um, so yeah, no, I, I, I didn't see that coming at all, actually. Yeah, that guy gets away, drives over one of his bros. Oh. Uh, person walks up to Jimmy. Uh, eh, are you sh- are you shot? <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. it's Mike. And so I here, did here's one of the things that felt weird to me as a viewer, mm-hmm. and I feel like Vince Gilligan was trying to trick us. Uh, so. A guy, like we see a guy walk up to one of the guys that have been shot and then he shoots him to kill him. And then the camera cuts to Jimmy and then that same gunman walks over to Jimmy. Uh, and it's so, Mike. So it's definitely Jonathan Banks walking from the dead guy over to Jimmy in the second shot. Hmm. But I think it was a different actor walking up with a gun to shoot the first guy, which felt like a, like, it's not who you think it is. If you think that's what we're yeah, about to do. Yeah, he had a much smoother mm. walk. Like, mm. it, like it was not a 70-year-old man with no cartilage in his knees walking up with a gun in his hand. <laughs> it was definitely a different <laughs> actor, and it was not Jonathan Banks, which felt like uh, like Vince Gilligan was trying to like dis... Um, or just throw you off. Yeah, trying to throw us off. Like, a, but he was wearing what looked to be orthopedic shoes. So right, right, I saw <laughs> the shoes. I was like, it's fucking like, look at those. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the shoes definitely stood out. Mm-hmm. Jimmy's got some decent shoes on. The cousins got great shoes. I didn't get a look at the cartel shoes. But oh yeah, they didn't really I, focus on the cartel. They sound like utilitarian boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I actually did see the shoe of the guy at the get killed later and that's a pair of uh jordan air force ones i think oh, oh. Or nike piece, sneakers yeah. oh right because his his bottom half was he just kind of out yeah. of the truck right yeah they're air force ones yeah are you hit are you shot you're in shock uh so mike starts to take the bags to his truck he sees that the truck uh i guess it was the gas line or something was not something the gas but the um yeah something yeah. something's leaking yeah. Sort of vital fluid to a car. <laughs> yeah. It, he knew what it was by looking at it and knew that it was futile to try and get into that car. So he turns around and gets into uh, Jimmy's car. Which has some, it has some bullet holes in the... I made this joke both times we watched it, but it had bullet holes in the uh, hood. And I was, <laughs> those are speed holes that make the car go fast. <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing, yes. <laughs> You know what I think? I think you should buy this car. <laughs> speed holes. Oh, yeah, speed holes. Speed holes. <laughs> but there were still two other cars, right? Were they just he all... shot out the tires of one. Oh, that's true. I yeah. think he shot out the tires of both of them. Yeah, I yeah. wasn't sure about the second one, but I know, for, like, for a fact, they kept showing the tires. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah it's true. I would also say, too, I, I do think that takes care of it, because I think both cars had at least one tire taken out but i also think that stealing cartel people's car is not a good way to avoid you know future reprisals from the cartel like immediate ones i mean um, also shooting them to death yeah mm. but also they, they could have had a tracker on it the way yeah you know that mike had the tracker so i i don't know i'd still explore the option 
Okay. <laughs> I'd still look and see. I know, I'd, I'd Check to see if maybe there's a spare tire in the yeah. trunk. But he mm-hmm. did. He, I mean, the esteem did start up. So that's why Mike thought it was okay. And had four tires. That's a, it's, yeah. the, it's the quickest smart move that he so, had available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, starts up. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, we're out of there. So mm-hmm. only option is Jimmy's car. All right. So we are driving back. And Jimmy is kind of fiddling around with the, uh, his new speed holes. Yeah. And really, uh, I, I just got a really, really great performance from Bob Odenkirk, really just, you know, for Jimmy and shock, basically he's really, really good. And it's very believable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe it's, they didn't tell Bob Odenkirk that he was going to get shot at. And it was, real bad. <laughs> yeah. they didn't tell him about that scene. He oh was my, just supposed oh to go right <laughs> to the courthouse. <laughs> they wrote a fake script for him. <laughs> <laughs> so why are they still shooting this <laughs> he is uh very out of it playing with those bullet holes and mike looks over and that's, that's, that's what i gotta say about mike here he's been very human throughout this yeah uh yeah he he's been very supportive uh he he walked over are you are you hit are you shot you're mm-hmm. in shock. Okay, you stay here, breathe. I'm going to handle this other stuff. Uh, and then, you know, make sure that he gets in the car, t- takes care of the money. Uh, and then they're in the car and he's saying like, hey, you're alive. Focus on that. Yeah. Just trying to like calm him down. So I just thought this was seeing various sides of Mike within one period of just a few minutes. I agree. I like the concession too of Mike kind of treating Jimmy like you're in shock. You're not used to this. Oh, right. Normal, decent people actually shouldn't be used to yeah. this kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. The car stalls. Yeah. Because the alternator was shot. Was shot. Literally. Literally. Um, <laughs> literally. That was my least favorite <laughs> episode. I groaned mm-hmm. out loud twice. Mm. And we were joking about like, what if it was just something that would have went wrong on that car <laughs> at that exact car. moment? It was a shitty car. Like, it just would have been funny if it was just like, oh shit, like this, this one spark plug happened to die. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, so they. It's, it's, I got good news and bad news. I got good news is we're definitely going to escape the cartel. Bad news is your brakes are out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, ah, well, there's your problem. You ain't got, you ain't got all these holes in it there. <laughs> uh, so they proceed to push this car. Well, Mike takes off the license plate and the gas cap, uh, which I guess is how he was tracking him. Yeah. And knew, knew where he was, what was going on. And then they proceed to push this car not off a very high cliff. Just kind of like <laughs> yeah. right, right down there. They put it in a... Push it in a ditch. Yeah. <laughs> this little ditch. Basically not, a bowling gutter. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the cliff they need, but it's the cliff they deserve. <laughs> yeah. You don't push a car into the, the cliff that you want. You push a car into the cliff that you have. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it. So they push this car into a gutter. And right before they pushed it off, I feel like the thing that everybody that was watching it was thinking, wait, 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 grab that, grab that mug. Grab yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. And it had a bullet hole. And it had a bullet hole. Yeah. Right. Clean through too. Yeah. Clean through. Clean through. Uh, yeah. So 
Jimmy goes back for the travel mug, which is now shot. Uh, he dumps out the little bit of coffee that was left in there. I should have drank. Yeah, right? Mm. Uh, he's, he's being very wasteful throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm. no, I... Oh, he asks, he asks Mike, did you, did you know this was all going to happen? And, Jimmy, and uh, Mike says, no, I, if I did, I would have brought more people. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been just me, dummy. <laughs> so they go uh home is uh home is home is that way uh yeah but the other guy is still out there and he's on this road and he's looking for us so what do you say we don't get fucking killed today paraphrasing yeah like said and i feel like this is why this episode pushed so many buttons for me like i really i i enjoy survival stories in general but i really enjoy survival stories where like there's a person who's not cut out for this kind of thing but he happens to be paired with someone who really really is and i like those kind of life lessons of basically just like no we're gonna do this like well that's stupid it's like it's actually not it's very smart and here's why it's smart and i don't have the time to put up with you kind of thing which yeah. is totally mike every episode of burn notice exactly <laughs> usa's burn notice that's one of those shows that my mom, when I go to Indiana and I look at that DVR, it's it's basically house, burn notice, any number of Law and Order series, uh, and Jag series numbers, Jag, yeah, <laughs> CSI, oh, Jag, yeah. <laughs> and she's watched all of these when they all originally aired, but they're still getting recorded, and she watches <laughs> them. Anywho, burn notice, check it out. Uh, <laughs> Michael, you brought up something that I. Uh, that I thought when I was watching this episode, it felt like a boot camp for for Jimmy, uh, preparing yeah. him for the life that he was going to be leading. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have Michael, My, Michael, Mike, uh, Philly Cop, Mike Amartrout, who <laughs> is super prepared and who is hyping him up, um, not in a drill sergeant kind of way, but still just like, no, we have to do this. You have to get up wake the fuck up, get up, we're going this way. He's dressed in not quite fatigues, but he's, he's he looks, yeah, he looks, he looks yeah. apart. They're uh, not, not fatigues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah do you have, excuse me. Do you have any not, not fatigues here? They're, they're fatigue adjacent. <laughs> yeah. They're all over. You know, they're, they seem to be out all over. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I just thought it had a real boot campy sort of sort of feel to it, which uh, mm-hmm. makes, sense. makes sense. Right, yeah, right down to the details of uh, Jimmy is not dressed for the desert. One in terms of like what he should be wearing if he was in the desert, but not only that, if he was in the desert being hunted, basically he's definitely dressed inappropriately. Yeah, dressed it's very, all yeah, all bright, eye catching, basically. And I, I like Mike being the one just to be like, no, you're gonna want to you know dirty up your clothes or like you know like get rid of this, get rid of that. I I I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's a it's it's a classic buddy cop situation we got going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are now walking, uh, and we see Jimmy say something like, uh, "Big mistake, big mistake." Discontinuing the thousand dollar bill, this yeah. would have been so much lighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, can we take turns with these bags? You know, share mm-hmm. the load a little bit, and Mike's just like, "Fuck." Or we stay fresh. Yeah, so we stay fresh. Yeah, uh, no. No. He didn't even answer. He just no. looked. And then he wants to... <laughs> yeah, Jimmy's in the... the If this were stages of grief, yeah. uh, he, he's yeah. in the bargaining phase right now. Yeah. Uh, can you? Can we share this? Okay, what, what, why don't we dig a hole? I'll, I'll dig a hole. Oh, God. 
uh, it starts digging a hole with the license plate and digging holes hard enough with a shovel. Like I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big enough for those bags. Though I will say, when, upon the second viewing, I was like, what if they put it somewhere that was near a tree but somewhat hidden, and they put the tracker in it? And then came back not for it. Yeah, it's they, not a bad they idea. They had the tracker in the not in the gas tank. It's a good point. Yeah, I'm just saying, mm. harder, not harder. Mm. And uh, if you get enough, there's enough rocks and things that you know, people aren't just walking by. Right. I just googled the stages of grief, mm-hmm. and I think he goes through these: yeah. uh, denial, yep. anger, bargaining, yep. depression, and acceptance. Yeah, and I think that what we're grieving over is Jimmy McGill. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Got deep like this. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. How about that? Yep. All right. Um, uh, so, well, I was I was about to say too. Regardless of the tracker aside, um, the whole episode has a real kind of Coen Brothers kind of feel to it. Especially like I was thinking of like No Country for Old Men a bunch when I was watching this. Mm-hmm. But like when Jimmy says, you know, like well, let's dig a hole. And like, let's figure out a marker. Like, all I could think of was basically the scene with Steve Buscemi in Fargo when he like buries the money, the little plastic wins. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, all I could think of. But again, next to that tree, I'm like, you you can leave it there and then put the tracker there. You're you're fine. You got the tracker. Yeah. They didn't listen. No. It's 2007. We got technology. We got. We can do it. Uh, yeah, he's saying like we we have these landmarks. Uh, we you know we know where the road's at. We got this tree right here. Uh, there's like cactus, uh, and Mike's just like not having any of it. And if you even do manage to dig a hole big enough to fit those two bags in it, you might as well dig a hole for yourself. You know. Um, so then the that was the major problem is digging. Yeah, because it's like it's 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 hard soil, isn't it? I forget the exact word. Hard, that Mike used, hard but pack. Hard pack. Right. Yeah, so the guy comes back, the one guy that got away, and he says that they're doing they're doing a grid search, so they must have found his car, which he's he could, far off in the distance. We should say he's yeah. far off. Um, yeah, he's, yeah. They they have to hide, but he, they're not in immediate danger of being found. They just yes. could be. Uh, take off anything that's reflective, because uh, he'll see it. Uh, so he takes off his watch, you know, whatever. Uh, and then they come over another hill. Uh, into a wide open desert, uh, beautiful, beautiful shot of yeah. them of them walking. Mm-hmm. The clouds moving in front of the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, not exactly time lapse. I I don't think, but yeah. it it had the shadows of like movement. Yeah, it looked great. And I joked earlier about uh, this reminding me of the time we drove through the desert, but it really that scene in in particular reminded me of being in New Mexico. And the way the clouds would come in front of the sun and you would just watch the shadow move across the, the ground and then it was gone. It was great. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy is uh, drinking, taking some drinks of water. Mike advises him to take it easy. Uh, and Jimmy is basically like, are we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we th- Almost. I think he, what did he say? Are, are we like, are we halfway there yet? Um. Uh, and uh, an annoying yeah. nephew. Yeah. Yeah. Real Logan. We're halfway there. You gotta hold on to what you've got, Jimmy. We're almost halfway there. Uh, I see. It's a, it's a bunch <laughs> of the song. Uh, <laughs> so Mike is very prepared, but not so prepared for this eventuality. 
Yeah. Uh, Not prepared for bringing Jimmy along. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a, a one person uh, yeah. situation. Uh, Jimmy knows that Kim is worried. And now Mike is concerned that Jimmy told Kim. His girl. Yeah. yeah. I feel yeah. like this was the most important scene in yes. the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say that there. this is one of two. Yeah. Where Jimmy is saying, look, now we're married. She can't testify against me. It's fine. But now Mike's like, but sh- now she's in the game. Yeah. No, 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 no. She's not in the game. She's not in the game. She's, she's, she's not even game adjacent. But this is something they, mm-hmm. they didn't think of. Yeah. Is yeah. that if she is part of all of this, yeah, she is in the game. And yeah. then that's very, very dangerous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy was frantically hitting edit, undo, edit, undo, edit, undo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But it already hit save. And it's <laughs> yeah. Auto save. No. Yeah. Oh no. Maybe you just save as and create an <laughs> alternate timeline. Uh, so yeah, Mike is like, uh, well, she she's gonna call the cops. You know, she's gonna call her mom. Call the girls at the book club. Uh, talk to Flo <laughs> down at the diner. He's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if she knows she's in the game, and then we have. Something we we have not seen in an age. <laughs> a space blanket. Yeah, yeah. a space blanket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so Chuck is... And now we will bring out our space blankets for the pun. No. <laughs> <laughs> our noisy ass... Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Also eat some Funyuns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we get they our space blankets. Four listeners that day. The only four <laughs> listeners they had. <laughs> yeah. uh, and Jimmy doesn't, Jimmy's offered one and doesn't want it. He looks yeah. at the, he can't look at this space blanket and not think of Chuck. Yeah, he can't, he, he just can't do it. Yeah, and we already know from his blow up at uh, Howard that there is some, there's some sh- shit still going on there. Yeah, he's still mm-hmm. processing it and he's still not accepting it. Yeah. Uh, then we have Kim and Lalo. Yeah. Uh, Kim is worried. She goes to see Lalo. And uh, she got in by by lying and saying that she was on his legal team. Uh, And uh, she says, I'll find him and I'll get your money. But first of all, he's like, who the hell are you? Who the hell are you for him to tell you my business? I'm his wife. Uh, And he he is so happy. In this moment, uh, and it's not because those two got married. Yeah, yeah. It's because he's now got something over Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he not only knows that she exists, he knows that she knows <sighs> things. What she looks like, and huh? yeah, what she looks like. He knows that she's a lawyer, which could also be of use to him. Mm. So this was a very bad idea on yeah. on Kim's yes. part. An understandable bad idea, yeah. and, you know, because I, sure. I went online and I saw people just going like, oh, Kim's so stupid. Kim's not that stupid. I'm just like, I agree. It's stupid. I understand why she did it. I yeah. think it makes yeah. sense even for her to do it in the sense of like, I could see that character doing it. Right. It is stupid, though. It is stupid, but it was the other option would probably be going to the cops. Like she's yeah. not right. rationally the way he was saying he's either lost, which what you know he'll be back in a day, mm-hmm. and if he's not back in a day, he's dead. What else? Right. He, yeah. Which, the only yeah the only other option would be to do nothing, and Kim is not the kind of person who would do yes. nothing. Yeah, she had three she, options. Her options were go to the cops, mm-hmm. 
go to Lalo or do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she picked the one that she had some sort of control over. Yeah. 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 Only to find that she had none. She had yeah. no control. Yeah. No control. He was not having it. Uh, what was that, Brian? I said she overplayed her hands again. Yes. Yeah, she Absolutely. did. Which yeah. is not something we see Kim do very often. No. 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 It was not a not a good look. Uh, so he says that your 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 husband is your man is a is a cucaracha. Uh, he's a survivor. He's he's scrappy. He he'll he'll get through this. Give it a day. He'll show. Uh, and then he says, "Okay, we're done." Bang bang. Uh, and then you see this shot. Another great shot that tells the story of what oh, we man. just witnessed, mm-hmm. where you see her super like in her in her head, yeah, worrying, fearful, and then you see him basically like, Ugh. yeah. Well, that was a nice walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he he got he got something out of this. Yeah, there, there's always going to be more money if it if it ends up getting lost. Um, if Jimmy ends up dying, guess what? He now knows somebody who knows the business mm-hmm. and is a lawyer. And if Jimmy lives, there's st- there's other things that he can do with this information. So, and he also knows that Jimmy can steal his money and leave, right? Because Jimmy yep. would steal it and just leave her behind. He would have taken her with him, mm-hmm. right? Your husband, and he loves you. <laughs> oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Yeah. Um, I really, I really enjoyed the the framing too because, like, he's kind of the way he outstretches his arm. It's, it, it, it's like he's a gargoyle, basically, just kind of like watching over. Her. It's very, very creepy. Yeah. Uh, he also says uh, "una una guerra, uh, bien por él," uh, which, for anybody that speaks Spanish or doesn't, you could probably figure out what this means. But it's basically a blonde. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Uh. Okay. I think everyone uh, watching the show can agree that this is a this is a level up for Jimmy uh, when he <laughs> married. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, he's level up. punching yeah, above his it. weight, <laughs> so to speak. All right. So that was that. She was left, and she has no choice now but to wait. Mm. She can't go to the cops, mm-hmm. and she can't go to her mom, and she can't go to or the ladies at the book club. at the book club. No. no. Yeah. So. Can- have any friends right <laughs> don't think no like, she doesn't know age from work that's just it's just kind of work 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 friends, friends. Yeah, yeah yeah we talked yeah we talked about that a couple weeks ago didn't we basically yeah. about how like kim has no support system whatsoever yeah. so if something like something like this has happened even if something normal was happening she wouldn't have somebody to talk to like something this like this is happening yeah oh my god to call like jimmy like had huel to invite to his wedding yeah. but she didn't yeah <laughs> She didn't even have uh, yeah. <laughs> we gotta get her a Huel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh this brings up a because of this scene, it does kind of change things for me about Kim's fate mm-hmm. a little bit. So I'm curious if that's In what direction. Same. If she gets killed, mm-hmm. uh that just that's like the absolute final nail in the coffin of Jimmy McGill. Uh, or she disappears, ha- has one of those moments where she is called upon to do something, and Jimmy's faced with that kind of decision where you can either go to the cops, mm-hmm. you can give it a day, or you can just move on. Um, or you can go see Lalo if he's still in jail. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm just curious, uh, on your end, uh, all of yours ends, 
your ENDS, uh, it, how, if and how you feel this changes your predictions for Kim? I think the only thing that, did, that this did for me for Kim is open up more terrible options. Yeah. 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 No. yeah. yeah. yeah definitely puts her in a darker timeline. I well, didn't even think of it either that way. Like I didn't think of her be, you know, like now being sort of, you know, just a pawn in the game. Like I, I no. that didn't cross my mind. Well, yeah, and it, and it solidified to me how quickly we were going to get past the. We all know that you know, once they got like like the the, the fiction that Kim was spinning in her head of you know I'm going to be attached to Jimmy. And I can't testify against him, but I'm not going to be involved, you know, which is clearly what she was. It was clear to all of us that was not going to take. But this really solidified how quickly that option was basically going to be rendered moot that, you know, yeah. that she, she has to be involved. More dangerous situation than like just losing her job, which yeah. was yes. the more thing that I was I was more looking at of her losing her job. But she is actually in a way worse position than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it got more real more quickly yeah it did alright uh, so we go back to the desert Mike is trying to get some water just a couple ounces out of his little makeshift um, catching of dew dew yeah I guess that's morning what it was dew. Dew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the morning dew dew in the dew desert dew it's like mountain dew but it's <clears throat> from the desert mm-hmm. Yeah, really gets you full to up mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> caffeine free <laughs> uh, sugar free at that too so uh and jimmy is taking a piss and mike is all i wouldn't waste that <laughs> and J- jimmy's waste what yeah <laughs> what what are you talking about waste what yeah. all i'm doing is taking a oh oh yeah no. <laughs> and that was the one moment where i was just like i feel like jimmy would be smarter than this if only like i understand we all go into survival mode in different ways uh, i think we're all learning that right now but like uh i feel like i'm drinking my own piss <laughs> I, I i know and i didn't want to bring it up but you know now that <laughs> but no no just just the fact that jimmy not being fully aware of you know mike making the point of just like look every bit of moisture is you know precious here you know anything that you have is something that we can use one way or the other basically that 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 felt a little bit to me just like I don't know. Jimmy, Jimmy feels like he's a little bit smarter than that, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little goofy. Mm. Uh, so then we get a little walking montage. Yeah. To the, to the tune of, uh, I got the, I got yeah. The. Yeah. I got the, yep. I got the, and not, yeah. And not uh, slim shady. Like yeah, a lot of people were not, thinking was, it was not slim shady. No, 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 no. Uh, so yeah. And then we have that nice shot of Mike filling the tiny cap of water. Uh, to, give oh. to, to give to Jimmy, who then yeah. basically does everything but eat the cap. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, more. more. Yeah, please, sir. Could I have some more? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I want some more. I'm thirsty. No. Uh, yeah, you want more? You can drink your, your piss over there. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, so Jimmy starts to drag the drag the bags. This bothers me too because Mike's like, it's not going to work, but doesn't tell him why. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, if your bags are going to rip. Oh, all right. Then I won't do that. You know what I mean? Like, he's trying to be like the, the grandfather, just going, well, I'll let him learn the lesson. But it really, I, it's not helpful I, at this point. 
I feel like the whole episode, Mike is trying to do like this kind of like interference, but non-interference kind of thing. We're just like, no, I don't touch the money. And also like, I'm going to give you my advice, but I'm not going to be like, no, don't do that. We're not doing that. It's basically just like, look, I don't really care what happens to the money. So if you make a choice that ends up being the wrong one, you know, like, not on me, you know? I feel like it, it eats into his time as well if Jimmy's going around and collecting all this money. Like, it's sure. not helpful to him mm-hmm. either. Sure. So just That's know, hey, point, it's yeah. going to rip the bags, you dumb dumb. And he'll be like, oh, right, you're right. I don't know. True. That, no, that part really like, bothers me. It seemed me. very, yeah. uh, like, uh, deus ex machina. Like, we need to see Jimmy realize that the bags rip. Like, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just learn a lot of lessons. Uh, yeah, and Mike definitely has a very hands hands off approach to a lot of this uh, setting the stage, very guardian angelly. Yeah, if you will. Uh, yeah. It's also just dumb on Jimmy's part. Like I understand he's not thinking hundred percent clearly, but you know, like it's anyone could call that. Like the bag's gonna rip open. Basically, you can't drag a bag across the desert. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there was even the the cut right before the commercial where they show it just about dragging over jagged rocks. Just rocks, yeah. Oh, you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yep. where it's gonna happen. Yep. Yeah. And that's where the hundred dollar bills fell out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, money is on the camera. Watch out! It's gonna get snagged on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> money is escaping. Uh, Mike looks over and says, "You gonna go get that? Something like that." Yeah. Uh, and then Jimmy is. He goes, he picks up, he's like, ah, yeah, gotcha. Looks up. Oh, oh, geez. They're all over. <laughs> I got money all over the desert now. <laughs> uh, and he trips yeah. over a cactus. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That stupid cactus needle through his toe. Like, uh, through, the, through, this, through the shoe, through a sock, into yeah. the toe, and oh, then wow. it was like an inch. Yeah. An inch yeah. in. Yoy. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. This also, this also pushes my buttons when because when you're talking about survival stories and people getting beaten up, like the two things that like really like bother me are like foot pain and eye pain basically like any kind of like eye. So like we didn't get one of them, but we did get the foot pain. I was just like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. I would I would sit down and die. Yeah, yeah, and it's always like the tiny things that really trip people up, like the tiny little thing that becomes an infection when they're stuck out in the in whatever sur- survival mode they're in. Yep. So tiny little uh, uh, prick of the toe becomes the thing that's the Achilles adjacent heel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but man, what a long needle that was. Jesus. Uh, yeah. They, they, uh, yeah, they linger on the extraction of it, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. They, yeah, they do, yeah. Even before that, it was a great shot of him going over, like it was between the cacti Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he's, you see him, it's, it's the perspective of like behind the bill through the cactuses, looking at Jimmy. Jimmy comes in, grabs it, like he's doing the game operation. Yeah. <laughs> grabs I, I, it and he's like, gotcha. <laughs> I, I love that shot because there's something that like sums up this, nothing sums up this whole operation better than like using your fingers as tweezers and trying to like extract a hundred dollar bill from like a hostile cactus that wants to, you know, like get you. <laughs> Yeah, and they're getting away with it, but then tripping on a cactus. Yeah, cactus. yeah. Like, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right in the toe. Uh, and then he's just, he gives up. 
yeah. he, he is just like, I'm done. I'm finished. Uh, this what? is, this yeah. is it. Yeah. I've, I've had it. I've had it with this dump. We don't have any food. We don't have any jobs. Heads up on. <laughs> 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 um, and he's like, would well, you have something to drink? Go drink it. Why? So they can find my corpse with a mouthful of piss in it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't disagree with him there. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, you know, there's something about facing death with a little bit of dignity. And yeah. you know, like that one's a debatable, <laughs> a you know. Yeah. I mean, you know him drinking that piss is coming, though. That is, that is oh, Chekhov's yeah. jar of piss. Chekhov's piss, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I know... What what is what is pushing you to do this? What and then we have that nice scene, although felt a little contrived, but I I enjoyed it uh, with Mike talking about what's in this for him, why he's doing this, so that he can when when death finally comes for him, he knows that he has done everything within his power to take care of those that he loves. That's the gist, right? Yeah. See, yeah. I liked that. I, it, it is contrived, but at the same time, I bought it, if only because, like, they have not talked uh, very often, basically. And, you know, like, they, they have not connected very often. They never really did connect back in the day, but, like, they had this kind of friend-ish, emphasis on the ish kind of relationship, basically. And Mike co-workery. is not... Co-workery. Yeah, co-workery, but also Mike is the kind of person who could psychologically he would never admit it but latch on to co-workers like a little bit more if only because like mike doesn't make many friends i think that's that that much is clear basically so i feel like this was something that mike wanted to say and jimmy just happened to be there to say it too rather than something he needed to mm-hmm. say to jimmy jimmy just gave him the opportunity to yeah yep uh so then our our dude is back and uh so mike and jimmy are decide to wait him out or uh, Mike says that uh, we're going to, we're going to lay low. We're going to wait him out. And this is where we start getting to the point of acceptance for, for Jimmy. Uh, it's through Mike's speech that kind of helps him get to that point and realize that in order to get through this, Jimmy has to, there's no more Jimmy. That's it. You just have to, you just have to make some big moves here. So he and grabs the space blanket. Yeah. He gra- that was a big, big thing. That, mm-hmm. you know, For sure. Almost mm-hmm. saving him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- there's not anything more reflective than that to get yeah. this dude's attention. Uh, so he takes that, walks toward the, toward the road, turns the mic and says something along the lines of like, get the gun ready or get that thing ready. Uh, and starts just walking, hoping that he gets this guy's attention talking to himself, uh, here I am, walking down the road like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Uh, I like a big dummy. Come and get it. You went to seven million, come and get it. Come on. Uh, so then he is spotted, and this guy is speeding towards him, I guess, to just run him over. Um, and Mike gets him just in time. And the car just tumbles very close to Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, we're all hoping that he shoots the guy and now they have a car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and boy, could he not have done the opposite. I will also mm-hmm. say, the guy deciding to go as fast as he can to run a man over with $7 million seems like a yeah. bad 
middle of the desert too, because he could have yeah. fucked up his car. Even if he was successful in that, he mm -hmm. still could have flipped his car. So mm -hmm. why didn't he get out and just shoot him? You know, like clearly that he's been in the desert for a while. Jimmy would have been slow anyway. Like, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like everybody was being stupid. Mm -hmm. And Jimmy could have even gotten over to the side of the road instead of being in the road, which would have encouraged the guy to get out of his car. But that guy does know that a sniper is involved somehow in this whole yeah. thing. That's mm -hmm. why, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what he got away from before. Yeah. So he might, you know, get in quick, know. hit him, grab the money, get out of there quick before he gets sniped. Yeah. So Mike uh, goes over to the car, verifies the guy is dead, checks the car for some water, and the jug has been split. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's just a couple drops that just spewed out. Drink holes, sip holes. Yeah. Uh, and then Jimmy uh, Chekhov's jar of piss comes into play, he drinks his piss mm -hmm. and almost does a, um, uh, a kombucha girl with it. Uh, if you're familiar with that meme where he just kind of swishes it around and you can't tell if he's enjoying it a little or this is the absolute worst. Um, I didn't read it as enjoying it. I didn't, I read it as neither. I read it. <laughs> oh, okay. I was supposed to be like, I read it as basically just like, he's just like, not as bad as I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, still pretty bad, but oh, not bad. as bad as I expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not I good. Was, I was even thinking I I did go. I I bet it tastes somewhat like kombucha. I feel like it's just a little salty, mm. vinegary, like a little tart. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had pee before, but <laughs> what if? But then I'm worried. Like, well, what if you did that in the desert, and then you're like, oh, I kind of like pee. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta be careful. Problems all. <laughs> But also, that would be the one scenario where I would say, don't sip that shit. Yeah, just don't sip it. Get it down and then Swing get it deal with it later. Pass the time. I mean, yeah. chug, it can really, chug, chug, chug. <laughs> can really screw you up to life. You keep going to bars, going like, do you make my favorite drink? <laughs> <laughs> it's desert pee. It's like pee that's been in the sun. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like sun tea, but it's not. <laughs> sun pee. Sun pee. <laughs> Look, I'll call you like a couple of days ahead of time to get it ready. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can make it for me. Also, it needs to be my pee. I'm not That's just a good point. This is my pee. This is my pee. This tastes like somebody else's pee. This is your pee. <laughs> 12 uh, o'clock. Gross. <laughs> this is not my pee. Yeah. Don't do that. It's not my pee. This is not my pee. Uh, Jimmy, yeah, so Jimmy drinks his piss, picks up the bags, and it's basically like, all right, let's go. Let's go. Mike goes over and grabs his uh, his supplies, and they start a walking. Walk and we have that walk off uh, with that space blanket just kind of drifting away. They step tumble, on the space blanket. He blanket. steps on the space blanket. Yeah. It's yeah. done. He's yeah. Done. Yeah, so that is – there's some symbolism. Yeah. If ever there was any in this show. Uh, yeah, steps on the space blanket and uh, drifts away. Jimmy McGill is essentially dead. Uh, he's dealing with Chuck. So there's, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of stuff packed into this episode with very little dialogue. Mm -hmm. It's very Jesus-like. He goes into the desert and he yeah. you know, comes out and he's, you know, he, and he realizes his mission. So just in time for Easter too, everybody. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that too. Yeah. Yeah. The week before Easter. Yeah. yeah. Like, on Sunday, he's going to come back. Yeah, Jimmy McGill dies and Saul Goodman <laughs> rises. Yeah. Um, but speaking three days, of... Three days in the desert later. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, of that, though, I do have a couple stray thoughts. Uh, 
very, there, as I said before, there's very little dialogue throughout the episode. I thought the scoring was excellent too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I have here Kim going to see Lalo. Big mistake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I also felt like for the first time, we're also seeing flashes of not just Saul, but we're seeing flashes of Gene in a way uh, within this, within this hmm. episode. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, that's all I got. I was also wondering what, like, is Mike doing this because of Gus or because of Nacho? Is my other thought, because I don't know if he's trying to help also Nacho because that's why they're getting Lalo out, right? Uh, I feel like it's collateral benefits. Mm -hmm. Like getting, getting rid of Lalo helps his immediate, like he's not getting paid by Nacho. Yeah. But I feel like he, he has this connection with him now that Nacho was saying, I need, I need to get my dad out of, I need to get out of here. And and then they're threatening my father. And and step one of that is getting rid of Layla. It seemed to hit It's like mutually beneficial for Mike's dual uh, purposes. Yeah. Uh, And as far as Gus goes, there is, I don't think it's in Gus's best interest to have a rival cartel ruin what, you know, the situation that they have. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a couple of reasons why Mike would want to be involved in, in Got this. Or, Bagman. Yeah. Bagman. Party <laughs> Bagman. Uh, any other, other, other things hanging out there? This is uh, going to be, go this is going to be a very interesting conversation when he get back, gets back with Kim. I think they both <laughs> had a, they, they, they've both lived a little bit while, while, while yeah. they were away. Oh Yeah. Um, there is the we we have, we didn't discuss it, but the magic uh, Mike Ehrmantraut gunman uh, thing where he takes down however many men he took down without getting hit by anything, mm. uh, which we see all the time. Every every one of these guys has some magic uh, shooting. Well, he is a sniper, and we've already established. Yes, that. we have. He was a he was a war sniper, so. I think he's got a lot of experience and especially because wherever he was they probably couldn't see him yeah he was they, far enough away yeah with the he had the scope. Yeah, he, yes okay uh well then let's just uh hear some winners and some losers let's hit winners first winners and sinners <laughs> um I'll, I'll jump out with a uh winner i feel my winner is lalo lalo yeah. sure uh, yeah, for be my guy as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has w- all the reasons with Kim. Uh, he he won with with Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting his bail money. He's going to get out of prison. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. He's got guardian angels that he doesn't even know about. Yep. Uh, so there is, even though they're also working to to his end. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of. A lot going for Lalo right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's with that. my winner as well. Uh, everything's going Lalo's way. He doesn't even know how good he has it. Yeah. Yeah. I would even say Saul, actually, if only because he, you know, he he effectively kind of kills the last remnants of Jimmy, I think, in this episode. 
or the desert does, but I mean, it's Saul who emerges basically. And I, I think you would consider that on some level a victory, I mm -hmm. think. Um, sure. But then the loser would be Jimmy 100% because Jimmy, so much about Jimmy dies in this episode, you know, um, right down to the Suzuki esteem and the, um, the world's greatest lawyer yeah. mug. Um, this is this is really kind of a cleaning the house of uh, of of Jimmy stuff, basically. Yeah, that's a good oh, point. Now, also yeah, Kim. Kim is a big loser. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. the two the two big losers for me are Kim and Jimmy. Yeah. I think uh, also the guy in the red vehicle because oh, yeah. he really fucking thought he had it at that last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. Like, oh so man, close. I got seven million dollars. Yeah, <laughs> there he is. All you got to do is run him over. Possibly, you're wrong. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it. Uh, anything to uh, to plug anywhere you want to send people? Oh, I am doing a. Uh, a quarantine game if anybody is interested we have an iron throne in our oh, living room yes and uh we're are we're gonna break it down but we figured we'd give it one last hurrah so i am putting anything that you ask onto the iron throne as long as it's feasible in our own home uh you can follow me on instagram it's at on the iron throne and you can see all the pictures of things that have already been placed on the iron throne and you can make me any requests of what you would like to see on the Iron Throne, and I will try to make that happen. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, I submitted something that is actually Better Call Saul related, and that is a Moscow Mule. Mm -hmm. Done and nice. done. Yeah. and done. I took a day off. I've been having a little bit of the quarantine blues, but it will come back probably tomorrow. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, anybody else? Yeah, the same plugs as before. I'll, uh, I'll give my money to artists uh, to make fastball pitcher Bob Gutierrez art. If you're uh, <laughs> an artist that is out of work and needs help paying the rent, I will gladly uh, commission a piece of art from you. Whatever uh, genre you do, painting, uh, poetry, digital art, uh, a song, I'll, I'll pay for a song. Shoot, give me a fastball song and I'll pay for it. Nice. Uh, at the Brian Craig and all the different things except for Twitter because I've never signed up for Twitter. <laughs> So have at me at the Brian Craig. Nice. Michael. Uh, at Michael J. Henley on Twitter and also Henley one six eight three on Instagram. Um, that's it. I'll, that's all I have to plug. Just myself. <laughs> uh, this is plug. That's a good plug. <laughs> uh, this is Mike. You can follow me on all the things at Mike Marbach and go to watercooler.com for, uh, the information for our upcoming live show. Uh, there are tickets available. Uh, it is a free show, but there are tickets because uh, admission is limited. And boy, is it going fast. Uh, so uh, get in there, reserve your spots for the 21st of April at 7 p.m. where we will do a live discussion of the Better Call Saul season five finale uh, and other live episodes that we're doing for Water Cooler as well. We just did one last night, which is now online uh, for the miniseries Tiger King, which if you ah. haven't watched it, is fucking bonkers. It is so nuts. Um, so check it out. Uh, that's it for us. Uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Don't sip that shit. Don't sip that piss. <laughs> <laughs>